always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard today was, tomorrow is full of possibilities. This is the Wisdom Worth Knowing podcast. I'm your host, Craig Chamberlain. If it's your first time joining me, welcome. Thanks for giving me a shot. You can uh, follow the podcast on all the major social networks, including Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and where all major podcasts are distributed. Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Audible, where listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. Always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard today was, tomorrow is full of possibilities. Do you get caught up in short-sightedness and the trap of negative thinking? If you're like that, then welcome to the club. I'm the same way. The uh, <laughs> Also, welcome to the human race. I genuinely, I genuinely think that... Um, Negative thinking and negative thoughts. It's just like the default condition of most people. I do know there is the the rare breed of human that has a natural tendency to be positive all the time. And God bless those people. They are fantastic, especially if you can be around them uh, because they definitely are helpful. Um, But if you're more like like me, I I tend to actually, I, I hate that my default condition tends to be cynical. I actually have to put in effort to not be a negative person all the time. I feel like I'm getting better at it, but um, but at least in my head, uh, it's gen- it's a constant battle. So it's good to get into good habits, and I think that that's really the cornerstone of this particular quote is is having good habits that are that are counter to our bad habits. Or bad bad tendencies. First, we have to know whether or not we have a negative thinking pattern, and it's pretty quick to identify. The question is: Is how do you respond to new information, especially uh, stressors? You know, something that has a tendency to stress you out. New bad news. How do you tend to react to uh, to those situations? Are are you? Is your default go to move to? instantly freak out and go negative and cynical and anticipate all the bad endings by the way that's me or is your default to to accept that new piece of information and just process it and potentially look in the good in it and so depending on how we react to new information uh it's kind of a gives us a good idea of of what we have a tendency to do and then once we know how we are we tend to react to things we can start to, to address that issue. You know, like if I have a, if there's certain issues that I respond to negatively, like a big one I'll just throw out there is health issues. I have, it's, it's a stressor that has particular, gives me particular anxiety. So if, um, if, if a, if a negative health issue or a potential negative health issue kind of crosses my, or gets on my radar, I, uh, that has a, that's what I would call a, a higher level of stress than than other things and so my default response is to freak out so what what i've started to do and and this has helped me and i don't 
know if it'll help you. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Is if one of those particular issues does cross my path, I literally, the first thing I do is, I okay, this is a negative medical thing. Like before I even think about it. I'm like, so so I need to emotionally prepare myself for myself. Because <laughs> I already know that my uh, my default response to that is going to be be negative, right? So so I, I literally emotionally and mentally prepare myself for myself because I do know that there's a I have a tendency with those types that type of information to blow it out of proportion, to panic, to start looking for things that aren't really there, you know, start to manufacture evidence for my freak out. And I tend to fall into that trap trap of negative thinking. So does this stop my negative thinking patterns? No, no, but it does kind of emotionally prepare me for them. Because even though I've gotten better at these negative thinking patterns, most of the time the best thing we can do is try to curb those thoughts as they as they come in, you know, um, capture them as they enter our minds. And then hopefully we can sort of counter them uh, or let them come, you know, kind of let them flow. You know, there's like two different ways you can deal with that. You know, if a negative thought enters your head, you can entertain it, which is generally not the greatest thing. Or you can pray it away. That's another one. Or you can you can try to reason with it. That tends to kind of be a trap. Or you can come up with a reaction to it that just works for you. So a big one that works for me, by the way, um, on, on that negative on the negative thinking patterns is, is the majority of my negative thinking tends to be projected into the future. It's like, okay, well, if this happens, then then this is going to happen. But then when that happens, then this is going to happen. And then so I create this like domino effect of, of crisis. <laughs> and so the, the, the best thing I can do is try to stop early in that chain and say, okay, well, okay, that might happen. But how about, here's a crazy idea. So I try to tell myself, here's a crazy idea. What if we cross that bridge if and when we get there? And there, there's like a calming effect to my brain when I do this. Um, like that, that uh, the, the worrier part of me starts to say, well, what about this instead? And then I'm like, okay, what if we just deal with that if and when that happens? <laughs> and so I have to repeat this multiple times kind of as those fears creep their head up. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but this is a tendency of how I think. And it's just from from kind of writing out and thinking through my own thought patterns, which is to me the only way I can really reconcile this really, really weird part of me, this anxious and, and depressed part of me. And um and, and I do I I do speak to a psychiatrist and I do take medication, uh, a low dose of medication to, to assist with this. And so so I don't want you to think that I've not actually spoken to somebody about this and and this this thought pattern thing this journaling and this kind of creating emotional tools this is actually a therapy thing so i'm not just manufacturing this out of thin air but um really the point of this is is to come to terms with the kind of people we are and you know understanding the the negative things we have a tendency to do to ourselves you know and the question is is whether or not we we do this well 
none of us do it perfectly, but whether we do it well. And some people like my wife have a, have a tendency of not being cursed with this kind of neuroticism, you know, where you, you tend to overthink everything while that's a gift, you know, uh, that, that I have, that I overthink things because it's, it does make, it does make me adapt to things well and make me learn really well. That particular gift can be a curse. And I talk about this pretty regularly on the show. Like, I don't think there's really quote unquote evil parts of our personality, like, um, uh, like pure evil in the sense, a lot of it is just, we're wrestling with our own bad habits and bad behaviors, you know? And while we have a tendency to, to want to be evil, I, I genuinely believe that, um, like there's, there's a part of that that appeals to all of us while we have that tendency. Uh, I don't think that means that's what we are. You know what I mean? So I think there's a separation there. Uh, and that definitely becomes true existentially, I think, kind of as we, we cultivate that. So as the quote says, this is one example, well, as the quote kind of suggests, we there it is an example of how we can kind of deal with our negative thinking patterns. So this one in particular talks about the end of the day. So at the end of the day, it's always good to end the day with a positive thought. And I know you might be saying, okay, well, well, what kind of positive thought should I end the day with? We're going to go into that here in a moment. But first, Wisdom Worth Knowing is brought to you by Amazon Audible. If you're like me and you love reading but don't have the time, then Audible audiobooks may be the perfect solution for you. With Audible, listening is the new reading. You can pop in your earbuds and discover that next exciting adventure or expand your knowledge from any PC, Mac, Android, Alexa, or Apple device. And check this out. Because you listen to this show, for a limited time, my listeners can get instant access to thousands of audiobooks from Audible's Premium Plus catalog completely free. Just visit audible.wisdomworthknowing.org right now and take advantage of a free 30-day trial. That's it. That's right. For 30 days, you'll get full access to Audible's Premium Plus catalog as well as an additional free title of your choosing. If you discover audiobooks aren't for you, no problem. You can cancel instantly online. That's it. It's that simple. Two years ago, audiobooks began to change my life, and they may change yours too. Pause this podcast and head over to Audible. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E dot wisdomworthknowing.org and sign up right now for this limited time offer. So, how can we end the day with a positive thought in the sense of what are some strategies for doing this? Well, you could just focus on one thing that happened that day that was really, really good and kind of meditate on that a little bit and say, why was it good? What was I happy about with that? What did it help me accomplish today? You know, focus on one good thing that may have happened to you, then focus on one thing that you may have seen. Okay, focus on one good thing that may have happened to another person. You know, and say, that's a good thing. I'm glad that happened. You know? Another thing we can focus on is what I um, what I have as a, as a gratitude list. So... I do notice that the most most of the time when I get super frustrated, it's generally because I become incredibly short-sighted and focused only on my immediate problems, like too overly focused. And, and because we focus on these problems, it kind of narrows our thinking. 
you know, it almost gives us tunnel vision to the reality of our situation. And so another really good thing for this gratitude thing is to sit down and write out a actual gratitude list. And I, and I do talk about this pretty frequently on the show because I think I do genuinely think gratitude and humility are like the cornerstone of actual happiness and joy. They're just incredibly elusive. It's very difficult to be grateful most of the time um, because we, we just have a tendency to take things for granted. But if we sit down and we have a list of things that we're grateful for, you know, our health, our family, our jobs, our homes, our, you know, having air conditioning, like you can really go crazy with this. Like knowing history helps with this, like go back a hundred years and see how people lived. You know, I'm grateful for modern medicine. I'm grateful for uh, running water. I'm grateful for food. You know, like there's like these really basic necessities that we all take for granted that people wake up every morning and they don't have, you know, and millions of people all over the world, they just don't have it. I'm grateful for my freedom. I'm grateful for the fact that I can speak freely about what I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I can live my my own life. So there, there's just this, once you really start to do this, it's amazing what you start to unpack in terms of how lucky we are, you know, and and it, it it does help kind of break loose a lot of those chains of of ingratitude that we we have. But I also think it kind of it doesn't mean that the problems we're dealing with right now are not important. You know, stopping to be grateful for the things that you have doesn't mean that you are you are re- rejecting the actual legitimacy of your current problems. And I do know some people have kind of this bad habit where they're like, "Well, what a terrible person I am! I have all these things and." I have no reason to be ungrateful. You know, what are my problems in the grand scheme of things? And, and and they devalue their problems because they assume that just because they've got it so good, they shouldn't be having problems. And and that's just not true. We we all have our problems and they they're seemingly innocuous and and they're seemingly unimportant, but but they're not unimportant because there's things that are important to us and it's okay for those to be important to us. So, so I, we do need to find that, that balance of like, just because we're finding things to be grateful for, it doesn't mean that our problems, well, let me put it this way. Like first world problems may be first world problems, but they're not, not problems. Does that make sense? It's like, we can have first world problems. It's okay. You know, as long as we know that they are first world problems, you know, it's like you can have a problem and be frustrated with it and still be grateful for where you're at. And if we can strike that kind of balance between those two mindsets and we can say, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm struggling with, with what the, I'm struggling with different things than other people may be struggling with, but that's okay. You know, it's like your problems don't have to fall on on the higher end of the hierarchy in order to be legitimate problems. It's like, well, no, it's just we have different problems and that's okay. So I I just I guess the reason I'm pointing that out is because you're important and whatever it is that you're dealing with in particular, while it may not be starvation, 
it's still a problem worth addressing. It still merits your attention. And, and, and maybe in the grand scheme of things, it's not a big problem and that's okay. But it doesn't mean you just have to ignore it and shove it down. You know, just because your daily problems aren't starvation doesn't mean that your problems aren't legitimate and they shouldn't be addressed and shouldn't bother you. It doesn't devalue it. Now, perspective may help cure your your problem, you know, and in a lot of ways, it, it, that's done it for me. I, there's been times where I've been incredibly frustrated simply because I'm being a brat. Let me give you an example. Like, you know, somebody may complain about the struggle of their luxuries. You know, it's like, <laughs> I wouldn't even, I, I'm just going to draw a hypothetical here. It's like, we may complain about our car breaking down. But there's many people who don't have a car. Right? So just because we have something and we're complaining about the luxury of... Just because we're complaining about the, the specific luxury we have many times realizing that it is a luxury helps kind of be a balm or a, it gives us a calming effect over the reality of our situation. And then we're like, okay, it's not a good problem. It's a, it's not a bad problem. It's a good problem to have. And so you just address it. And so I hope that makes sense. I feel like I, I've kind of probably overthought this, this, this topic for the day, or maybe even overdid it a little bit, but the importance of ending our day with a positive thought, you know, back to the quote, always ending our day with a positive thought is that it, it does kind of force us back into that proper alignment of thinking. You know, no matter how hard today was, tomorrow was full, full of possibilities. And sometimes we all just have bad days. You know, sometimes we all just have um, situations that come up and, and life happens and it and it may crush us under the weight of that day but at the end of the day we just sit back and we go you know what today was not a perfect day it was not a great day but today is not every day you know we always have tomorrow and tomorrow I'll take a few steps forward and we'll we'll get back after it right and we'll start moving forward cuz no matter how hard today was tomorrow's full of possibilities Actually, interestingly enough, built into the quote is a good positive thought to end the day with. So it's like always end the day with a positive thought. Well, how about the positive thought being no matter how hard today was, tomorrow is full of possibilities. So it's kind of nice that the positive thought is always a good way to end your day. So, yeah, yeah, I think I think. um I think another thing that, and this may be just a tendency I have, is when you have a bad day, you kind of blankly apply to all future days. And that's just not how reality works, generally speaking. it's Reality is like kind of a series of up and downs, you know, and, and life, it, it go, you go through seasons where, where honestly you will have a bad day, week, month, year. And, uh, you know, coming to terms with that reality can be very frustrating and stressful. You know, you, you can have bad days, weeks, months, years at your job. You can have bad days, weeks, and months, and years in your relationships. Um, 
at, in your education, in your school, in your spiritual life. Like there's just, there are deserts that we have to go through every once in a while. And in a lot of ways, those deserts build character. You know, they teach us to endure. And in, endurance is a, it is a good skill to have. And even as I speak this, I'm going through several deserts at different areas of my life. You know, I, I go through deserts in my life as well. Uh, you know, not to get too personal, but, but there are there's certain areas of my life in which I have a desire that, or a need that's not being met. And there's just no current circumstances or changes of my circumstances that can meet that need at the moment. And so I do have to kind of accept the reality of my situation and say, okay, well, for the moment, that need's just not going to get met. You know what I mean? That's that's okay. I'm not going to die. <laughs> uh, it's not the end of the world. But um. But it is what it is, you know. And and that's a that's a positive way of thinking about it, you know, accepting the the realities of our deserts. And uh, yeah, and I I can be my own worst enemy. You know, and, and I, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm alone in that. I, I obviously I see a lot of people who follow the same thinking patterns that I have. And, and honestly, I, I've gotten better at it than I used to. And maybe a year from now, if I'm doing another video, I'll I will have found the, the ultimate solution to life and its suffering. But as of right now, there's the best we can do is is kind of come up with strategies and tools that help us address it, you know, and, and honestly, by the way. I genuinely believe suffering is a essential part of life. I think it's necessary. I think it helps build that endurance and strength that we need to survive, you know, because reality is harsh. You know, life is is harsh. There's there's no shortage of uh troubles that it's going to throw at you. And so like we should take those few hardships we get with a small glinter of gratitude. You know, if we sit there and we go, yeah, you know, this is making me stronger. Yay. Yay. You know, it's not, it's not an exciting thing to think about, but, but it really is. You, just like uh, when you go to the gym and work out, if you go to the gym and work out, you got to break down and tear down that muscle before it rebuilds itself into something stronger. And in a lot of ways, the pain and suffering of life work the exact same way. You know, we the, the pain and suffering that we endure spiritually, existentially, mentally, if we allow ourselves to be broken down and then we put in some effort to rebuild it, then then we can become stronger through it if we don't let it destroy us. And then we can somehow, sometimes, you know, like with weightlifting, we can get an injury. You know, we can, we something that we weren't ready for and hits us existentially or spiritually. An actual physical accident happens. And, it, and we may walk with a limp for days, weeks, months. We may need rehabilitation on an emotional level. You know, we may need to speak with people who will help us rebuild that muscle or tissue that got damaged. And maybe we'll walk away from it with scar tissue. You know, I love the analogy of physical fitness with emotional fitness. 
And the reason I love that is because there's a lot of things that can happen in physical training where you can you can drop yourself into a situation with controlled breakdown of your body and rebuilding of your body. That's like going to the gym and being on a regular workout schedule. That's a strategy, right? You can strategically break down your emotions and spiritual life and rebuild it and break it down and rebuild it. Like that's a controlled environment. But then sometimes you can literally encounter a physical injury in your body. And it can cause something to break. You know, you could break a bone. You can break down a joint. You can break muscle tissue. You can break cartilage. You know, something can happen to you. Maybe not even at the gym. Maybe just in a car accident. And so these these tragedies physically can happen to us. And then what do we do? We go to the doctor. The doctor helps us mend the, that particular wound. They give us a prescription. They give us a rehab schedule. And then we go through and we and we follow that schedule. And we go through a desert, right, where where it upsets our normal routine. And we have to figure out how to rebuild ourselves through that injury. And I, and I definitely believe this happens on a spiritual and a emotional level to a lot of us. We experience a trauma, something that happens to us. Or we'd make a mistake and we do it to ourselves. And then as a result, we need to, to go see experts who have endured this type of trauma before and consult them and say, how did you rebuild yourself after this? What did you do? And, and the better we seek out that information and we learn to rebuild ourselves, the better we do that, the better we find the solution to the problem, we get to work on it, and we discipline ourselves to, to work through that every day, the stronger we will come out on the other end. Maybe we'll have scar tissue. Maybe the wound will always be there in some degree. But, I mean, look up any rehab. Um, like, the number one effectiveness or the number one... Um, signature for successful rehabilitation is attending rehab consistently and getting to work and putting into work. Right? And so the the better we address our physical limitation or our spiritual limitation or our physical or um, or our emotional damage, the 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 more strategic we are about approaching it, the quicker we can recover from it. I know that was kind of a segue, but I feel like it was a it was a good opportunity. It kind of came up in my head that that, that parallel is one of my favorites to draw because it's like, okay, something happened to me emotionally, emotionally or spiritually. That sucks, just like an injury. You know, let let's get to work on it. Let's let's find out how to fix it. And um. And sometimes you're just gonna have a limp for the rest of your life, and that's okay too, because that doesn't mean you're weak. You know, like you see people who who are in wheelchairs or are heavy permanent physical disability and they found a way to function. And what's your first thought? That person is heroic, right? They found a way to overcome an obvious physical limitation. And the same thing is true for our spiritual and emotional limitations and traumas. It's heroic. You know, if you, if you've been traumatized, whether you were abused, um, or, uh, or, or somebody, tr you lost somebody tragically, and then you found a way to put the pieces back together. And, and yeah, you're not perfect, but you, you, you've moved forward and you didn't let that trauma destroy you. That's heroic. 
and good for good for you you should be you should end every day with that positive thought of of yeah i've i've overcome this that's amazing because not everybody does so anyway this has been a fun topic to talk about today this is the wisdom worth knowing podcast thank you for stopping by before you leave please like share and subscribe on your favorite social network that helps feed the algorithms to help the show grow you can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. That also helps the show get shared across many networks and recommended. Uh, swing by the website at wisdomworthknowing.org for many different ways to connect with me. And let's not forget, Audible is the sponsor. Well, I shouldn't say sponsor, but this show is brought to you by Audible. We're listening is the new reading. Get unlimited access to thousands of audiobooks completely free for 30 days. Sign up right now at audible.wisdomworthknowing.org. That's A-U-D-I-B-L-E.wisdomworthknowing.org. Until tomorrow, always end the day with a positive thought. No matter how hard today was, tomorrow is full of possibilities. And as always, let's work on being the best version of ourselves we can today, because as always, that is all we can do. Thanks for stopping by. I will see you all tomorrow.